Good morning. I am Apostle William B. Corrector, presiding prelate of Discovered Being Ministry Incorporated. I'd like to welcome you to today's podcast as we attempt to elaborate on what is Palm Sunday. Let us go to the throne of grace this morning and ask God to bless us. Heavenly Father, as we come, we ask that your blessings be upon us as, Lord God, you have pronounced your blessings upon all your people. Father, we thank you that you allowed your son to go to the cross for us, that we have been redeemed, we have been delivered, we have been brought into union with you through the Holy Spirit. We thank you for his atoning blood and that, Lord God, that we are now your children, and we are able to come boldly before your throne of grace. Father, we denounce the works of the flesh, lasciviousness, lust, greed, and envy. We bind, Father God, those that will come, Lord God, to hinder the work of God as Sam Ballard, Gershon, and Tobiah came, Lord God, to hinder Nehemiah as he was building the wall. Father, we are here today. Father, to give your people the word, the word of God that will set them free. Father, you say he that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the church. Father, say something to us today. Let our hearts be made, Lord God, soft and fleshly. You will write your word on the fleshly tablets of our hearts. And Father, now we thank you and we bind Satan right now in Jesus' name. Amen. What is Palm Sunday? Hallelujah. Palm Sunday is the day we celebrate the triumphal entry of Jesus into Jerusalem one week before his resurrection, referenced in Matthew chapter 21, verse verses 1 through 11. And Jesus entered the holy city. He neared the culmination of a long journey towards Golgotha, place of the skull. We call it Calvary. He had come to save the lost, referenced in Luke chapter 19, verse 10. And now was the time, this was the place to secure that salvation. Palm Sunday marked the start of what is often called Passion Week, the final seven days of Jesus' earthly ministry. Palm Sunday was the beginning of the end of Jesus' work on earth. Palm Sunday began with Jesus and his disciples traveling over the Mount of Olives. The Lord sent two disciples ahead into the village of Bethpage to find an animal to do they <clears throat> the Lord sent two disciples ahead to the into the village of Bethpage to find an animal to ride they found the unbroken coat of a donkey just as Jesus had said they would referenced in Luke chapter 19 verse 29 and 30 when they untied the coat, the owners began to question them. The disciples responded with the answer Jesus had provided. The Lord needs it. Referenced in Luke chapter 19, verses 31 through 34. 
Amazingly, the owners were satisfied that the answer, with the answer and let the disciples go. They brought the ducky to Jesus, threw their coats on the coat, and put Jesus on it, referenced in Luke chapter 19, verse 35. Jesus ascended towards Jerusalem. A large multitude gathered around him. The crowd understood that Jesus was the Messiah, and they did not understand. What they did not understand was that it wasn't time to set up the kingdom yet, although Jesus had tried to tell them so. Referenced in Luke chapter 19, verses 11 and 12. The crowd's actions along the road gave rise to the name Palm Sunday. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Referenced in Matthew chapter 21, verse 8. In throwing their coats on the road, the people were giving Jesus the royal treatment. King Jinhu was given similar honors at his coronation, referenced in 2 Kings chapter 9, verse 13. Apostle John recalls the details that the branches they cut down were from palm trees, referenced in John chapter 12, verse 13. On that first Palm Sunday, the people also honored Jesus verbally. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed him shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heavens. Referenced in Matthew chapter 21 verse 9. In their phrase to, of Jesus, the Jewish crowds were quoting Psalms 118, verse 25 through 26, and acknowledged the prophecy of the Christ. The allusions to a Masonic palm drew resentment from the religious leaders present. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples, referenced in Luke chapter 19, verse 39. However, Jesus saw no need to rebuke those that who told the truth. He replied, if I, I tell you, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. Referenced in Luke chapter 19, verse 40. Some 400 to 500 years prior to Jesus' arrival in Jerusalem, the prophet Zechariah had prophesied the event would now, we now call Palm Sunday. Rejoice greatly, daughters of Zion. Shout, daughters of Jerusalem. See your king come to you. Righteous and victorious, lowly and riding on a donkey. On a coat, the foal of a donkey. Referenced in Zechariah chapter 9, verse 9. The prophecy was fulfilled in every particular and was indeed a time of rejoicing as Jerusalem welcomed their king. Unfortunately, the celebration was not to last. The crowds looked for a Messiah that would rescue them politically and free them nationally, but Jesus had come to save them spiritually. First thing first, and mankind's primary need is spiritual, not political, not cultural, or national salvation. Even 
the hopeless multitude swayed palms, branches, and shouted for joy. They missed the true reason for Jesus' presence. They could neither see nor understand the cross. That's why as Jesus approached Jerusalem and saw the city, he wept over it and said, if, if you, even you, had only known on this day what would bring you peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. I think I'll read that again. If you, even you, not only known, had only known that on this day what would bring you peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. Some of us are blind still today. What Jesus has done for us as it relates to our salvation. The days come will come upon you when your enemies will not leave one stone on another because you did not recognize the time of God coming to you. Reference in Luke chapter 19, verse 41 through 47. It is a tragic thing to see the Savior, but not recognize him for who he is. How many of us do that today? How many of us don't really know who Jesus is, what his purpose was, and how he obtained freedom for us from the satanic hold of Satan? The crowds who were crying out Hosanna on the Palm Sunday were crying out, crucify him later that week. Referenced in Matthew chapter 27, verses 22 and 23. There is coming a day when every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Referenced in Philippians chapter 2, verses 10 and 11. The worship will be real then. I think I had to say that again. The worship will be real then. Also, Apostle John records a scene in heaven that features the eternal salvation and celebration of the risen Lord. There before me was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, every tribe, every people, every language, standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and holding palm branches in their hands, referenced in Revelation chapter 7, verse 9. These palm-bearing saints will shout, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne. And the Lamb, it's in verse 10, reference in verse 10, and who can measure some of, can measure some of their joy. Sisters and brothers of Christ, isn't it a peculiar thing that a lot of people that enter into the house of God, when a person comes in filled with the Holy Ghost and start to proclaim Christ, how they want them to be quiet. When they, a preacher or a saint of God come in to bring truth, they want to shut him up immediately. The same one that said, I'm glad to see you, brother, is the same one that goes behind your back and say all manner of evil things towards you because of the sake of Christ, because you have been converted, because you have been bought by Christ, and you are have been enlightened as to who Jesus Christ. He is a personal Savior. 
each person in this world has a chance to reach for God through his son. There is no escape. Ignorance cannot help you. Philosophy cannot help you. Theologic, the theology cannot help you. The only thing that can help you is to realize who Christ was. What he came to do and accept that and love your brother as you love yourself. A lot of us, we love ourselves. We dress up fine every Sunday. Go into the house of God, but you will leave your neighbor standing outside wondering why are you dressed up and where are you going when you should offer the invitation for them to come and be with you. Only thing that can put us together is the spirit of the living God. Flesh is not going to love. It is a rotten thing. It is just our grave clothes. This is the only thing that allows us to move around on earth. But to be in the heavenly realms, we have to be converted. We have to be washed. We have to be cleansed. We have to have the renewing of our minds that we know the perfect will of God for us and what he has done on Calvary, on Golgotha. Each one of them has a particular meaning. We know that there are many things that God said that Jesus had done that we don't even know about. Said if, if the names that were mentioned that Christ had done, it would not be room enough for the books that would, that would be written here on earth. Now, I know God for myself. I'm not trying to tell you anything that I don't know. I've been converted. I went through a trans transparency. I went to God open-heartedly that he might see my sin and cleanse me, but I, re I had the sense to tell him, here, Lord, am I a wretchful, wretchful sinner. Lord God, but I know your grace and your mercy tells me that, Lord God, that I can come and confess those sins and change, Lord God, that you have the are the faithful God that will cleanse me, wash me, and make me whole, and on top of that, forgive me for all of my sins. This is what 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 state is your soul in today? If God was to come to you today, where would you go? How would you answer him? Would you answer him as saying, "I am one that believes in you"? Or would you be the one that he would say, depart from me? I never knew you. Think about it. As we celebrate Palm Sunday, have we laid our lives down that Christ can take us up? Or have we held on to what we think is right? There's nothing right but the word of God and those that have received it and use it to bring that fellow man to Christ. God bless you. May he smile upon you and may he give you peace.